The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100, win $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we are Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Uh, Philly's down 3-2 in the World Series. But you know what? We didn't never give up. They're, they're called the Fightings for a reason. Going down to Houston. Going to win it in seven this weekend. So uh, got some hockey to uh, hold me over before the game time on Saturday night. Plenty of uh, afternoon games. Only one game here on Friday night, kind of disappointing, but yeah, doing doing well overall and hoping to uh, have another nice big slate of hockey games with 14 on Saturday. Well, you guys know that I'm uh, a little bit irritable from time to time, and um, let's just say my irritability has been raised through the roof the past couple of days. Uh, uh, during my work, I listen to a lot of podcasts, try to listen to guys who are smarter than me, but... Uh, Impossible. They're so yeah, few. There's not many of them. So, <laughs> so lately I've been hearing a lot of people talking about Tennessee. They got 95% of the money, 80% of the tickets or whatever the fuck, um, implying that Georgia's just going to steamroll them because everybody's betting Tennessee. Ah, this pisses me off so much. <laughs> Ignore the fucking betting splits, boys. Uh, the line is what it is. Like, that's the only thing that matters. Doesn't matter who's betting what. If they're betting it and the line's not moving, they don't matter. It doesn't matter who who bets it if the line doesn't move. The only thing that matters is the line. So that, that that's been pissing me off all week. Uh I mean, you see on, on Twitter, which of course you won't find me there. I've said that <laughs> repeatedly. But um you'll You're find very guys well like, headed. Yes, like uh Dave Mason from Bet Online or um Bet MGM or whatever book, they'll tell you. 95 percent of the money is on this team and all of a sudden everybody wants to bet the opposite side because oh i'm sharp i'm going against the public it makes no sense to me uh they 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 think that they are uh like um geniuses because they they get this information that's followed by thousands of people uh man i at first i wondered why this is pissing me off so much because i'm like I shouldn't be bothered by this, by a bunch of peasants just following these <laughs> nonsense <laughs> figures. Get them. The, the fact is that this is a, this is like a dick measuring contest, right? The business that we're in. And uh, yeah, they, they want to be on the sharp side. They want to be, they want to prove that they're against the masses. We are, we are, we are in the know. We want to, we want to show that we're winning betters and all that. So uh, it's, it's just a bunch of fakes. Do not listen to that shit, please. Um, uh, uh, it, it's become very popular the last couple of years since the legalization of betting in uh, many states. So it, it's a it's a poison in the community. And uh, hopefully I can find some better podcasts to listen to from guys who are <laughs> actually sharp, not just uh, listening to the Action Network betting splits or whatever. 
<laughs> All right. Um, for myself, that's some great information from Joel. Uh, for myself, I'm doing good. I'm having a great day. I made a dog smile when I was at the LCBO buying Bailey's and beer today. So I'm having a good day. But if you're looking for better podcasts like Joel was talking about, what better place to find them than the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website? Get your ass on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Check out all the other shows, all the different sportsmen, NFL, college football, NBA, us with the hockey, golf, NASCAR, F1, everything's going on, man. So you can find all the shows at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Check out the articles, too. It's a great way to make some goddamn money. Um, as well, another fantastic way to make some money is by getting your ass in the Discord. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. It's been popping off. Good to see everybody back in there. Uh, good to see some new faces. Uh, it, it's been a blast, man. So hockey season's ripping. The Discord's ripping. Everybody's making lots of money. Get your ass in the Discord. It's absolutely free. You're losing money for not being in there. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Discord's just been absolutely fantastic here. Not even a month into the season. We got so many new faces, old faces that are uh, being more polite now. So we got a good group in there. People going back and forth, sharing information. So yeah, definitely check that out and make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gaming Podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. That's on Apple. You can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And uh, subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star rating review. And uh, yeah, we're rising up the charts. So we're, we appreciate your support. And also follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Okay, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to get into our last show's Lock Dogs and Totals here. Uh, we did okay, man. Like um, To kick it off, you know what, Mr. Meyer? You had quite the little go there. How about you... How about you give us some happiness here? You had a, you had a good week. Why don't you go ahead and uh, and tell everybody about your lock dogs and totals, <laughs> Mister Happiness, uh, <laughs> Mister Happiness. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, six and th- six and three as a crew though. Let let's let's share the love. Yes. We all had a positive show, so um, yeah, good for us. But yeah, I had the best of all of us, of course. So I had the. Uh, Stars in regulation. They were against the miserable Coyotes. Uh, they had their big win against the Panthers the previous game, so I figured that uh, Stars will have them um, a little bit fat and happy. So, uh, yeah, that was an easy, comfortable 7-2 to winner at minus 115. And then my dog was, uh, this one is a bit more fortunate. I had the Devils at plus 145 against the Oilers. Uh, this, I think this is the first game where the Devils did not win the post-game win expectancy. Uh, so... They got a bit fortunate there. They were down a three to one in the third, and then they, they fought their way back. They scored uh, a goal early on in the third, and then they they go bang bang like six seven seconds uh, later on in the third to take the lead four to three, and they held on to it uh, thanks to some decent goaltending at the end. Though so credit to Stuart Skinner in uh, Oilers net, he was uh, pretty good there altogether. Uh, Devils had a lot of pressure in the third, but he he held the fort. So watch for him taking the job from Jack Campbell like. Uh, like we said last week or so. Um, and my total was not so good. Uh, I had the Canes lightning under six and a half, minus 110. Vasilevsky did his best to keep me this, to give me this win. But uh, in the end, the uh, the Canes supplied so much pressure. They think they had like close to 50 shots by the end of the game. And Freddie Anderson wasn't very good either. So uh, he let in three himself. So that one ended, uh, I think it was 4-3 in overtime, something like that. Um, yeah, I expected more of uh, more of a close fought game, like more, more tightly checked, but it, it was wide open. The Kings dominated the Lightning Allen, and uh, they were fort- or not fortunate. They deserved that win. Yeah, the Canes were my, my dog there, uh, plus 125 at Tampa Bay. They won in a shootout, outshot the Lightning 55-26 in the game, had to come back 
in the third period, a uh, shorthanded goal tied it up, and then they pulled it out in a six-round shootout. Uh, my total at the Ducks Canucks over six. I think that one was a uh, fairly high scoring as well to get over. Uh, yeah, eight five. So that was a uh, pretty pretty easily over the total. And then my my loss was my lock. Unfortunately, Flames in regulation minus one twenty. At home against the Predators, Predators just put up three pretty early on in the game, and the Flames could not climb back. But yeah, still two and one, and uh, barely positive on the show. One more thing, one more thing on that Canes Lightning game. I was watching the, uh, started to watch the shootout, and then it cut out like the feed from uh, Sportsnet now, and it went to the Canucks uh, pregame ceremony where they were honoring Kevin Bieksa for something or other. I guess he's getting in the, uh, the Ring of Honor, whatever they call it there. I mean, normally I would complain, like, what the fuck? I want to see the shootout. I want to see my, my Canes bet win. And uh, But then I was like, okay, it's going to be extra. All right, I'll, I'll watch this. Uh, he's a great guy, great legend in Vancouver. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that. Fuck Sportsnet now, though, for uh, fucking up that shootout feed. <laughs> Talon? T-Bone. He's gone. <laughs> he, he is gone. Um, <laughs> I was expecting the laughter there, but I didn't get it, so I figured yeah, something was up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello, hello, oh, hello, hello, hello. Can, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, okay. We're keeping that. I don't know what happened. My mic just crapped out. But for my lock, I had Vegas Golden Knights minus 140 versus Ottawa uh, on the money line here. Um, it was a little scary, man. I think it was a 5-4 final. Ottawa kind of pushed a little bit of a comeback in the late second and third period. Uh, thankfully, Vegas was able to kind of hold the fort there, so they ended up getting the win. Um, for my dog, I had the New York Islanders plus 105, Moneyline versus St. Louis. Kind of cheeky, man. Plus 105 is like a bit of a pussy dog, but I had I had a cat. We call it the cat dog. I had a cat dog um, plus 105 for the Islanders. They ended up winning 5-2. Uh, I think St. Louis went up one nothing in the first, and then uh, New York had like four unanswered goals in the second period, so that helped kind of put that game away. Uh, my total, unfortunately, did not hit. I had the over 6.5, uh, paying off minus 115 in the Seattle-Minnesota game. I was thinking, man, I was like, ooh, all these nerds are always talking about how good Seattle is. Well, Minnesota should be able to score a couple goals, so Seattle should too if all the nerds say they're fucking good. Seattle ended up winning 4 nothing. Minnesota didn't do shit, so the nerds were right, and I was double wrong. So that's like a double knife in the fucking heart. So that sucks. But uh, two and one on the day, that's okay. And the locks are starting to hit a little bit here, boys. So I'm kind of happy about that, man. All right, gentlemen. That's our lock dog totals. We've gone over it. We got a 14-game slate tomorrow on Saturday. 14 games. November 5th on the Saturday. Boys, are we ready to go? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Kicking things off at the 1 p.m. time slot. We got the New York Islanders against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit in Motor City. New York Islanders money line sitting at minus 130. Detroit on the money line at plus 110. The over-under is set at 5.5. Over paying off minus 130. The under plus 110. First of all, I don't know why this over is at 5.5. I double-checked win bet like three times to make sure it was right. I... I'm going to be on the over straight up. I think that Detroit's going to get scored on. The Islanders are going to score goals. Detroit has talent too that they can score as well. So I do like the over at five and a half to start it. Also, New York on the money line, man. The Islanders, I think, are seven and three on the year. Um, they, I want to say they kind of are a little slow at the start, but they're starting to look pretty good. They're seven and four on the year, actually. But uh, yeah, I'm on the Islanders here, man, for sure. Minus 130, especially coming off a big win against St. Louis. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you on the Islanders. They just seem to be a uh, much better team than the Red Wings right now. Red Wings did have that win against Washington, surprisingly. But yeah, Islanders have won what? Five straight in a row now. Detroit's been up and down, even with their wins against solid teams. Washington, uh, Minnesota in there. But yeah, Islanders have a uh, middle of the pack. Spectre goes for their 15th best. Detroit is, is down at 28th. Um, so yeah, Islanders here at minus 130. I got them at minus 125. Even might might take a sprinkle on the puck line at uh you can probably get plus two hundred or better there for for a team that may not people don't think may score much but Islanders um out of their five game winning streak four of those games have been by two goals or more so there, there's some value there if you don't want to take uh too much risk there I mean minus one thirty isn't too bad but if you want a small sprinkle for the afternoon game uh the puck line's not a bad play either. Yeah, I like the Islanders here. It's a lot better team. I'm surprised that it's only minus 130, but I said the same thing about the Capitals last time, and uh, they lost to the Red Wings. So the Red Wings, they do have a decent decent home ice advantage uh, somehow, despite uh, half the crowd not uh, being there, not showing up. But uh, they do play better at home for whatever reason, I guess, just the, the legacy of the Red Wings and all that bullshit. Um, but the Islanders are... Uh, they're a good team. They're they are seventh in expected goals for. Uh, I don't know if Ryan's looking at uh, five and five or all together, but I'm looking at the five and five numbers, and they're number seven expected goals for per sixty minutes. So uh, they they they've been moving the puck. They've been getting the chances, and they've been scoring goals. I think they're still number one in shooting percentage, uh, so that might regress a little bit. But still, the, the guys are hot. So I'm going to ride the hot hand here with the Islanders uh, after beating uh, the Avs after that. Uh, being down three nothing and winning four three, uh, yeah, that that was a great win. It's, it seemed to have propelled them, easily taken over the Blues, and now I do expect them to do the same with the Red Wings. And I also like the over five and a half here, given the fact that the uh, Red Wings have uh, very bad defensive metrics, whereas the Islanders uh, they're they're opening up now. And they're, they're, actually, the Islanders are number fourth worst in expected goals against. So uh, that just likes makes me like the older over even more. These are not the Barry Trotz Isles, that's for sure. Uh, so yeah, we could expect some more high-scoring Islanders games going forward. I, I was looking at the uh, expected goals for a percentage for the Islanders are right above 50%. But yeah, expected goals for their fourth fourth best, expected goals against their third highest. So yeah, seeing an over at five and a half used to be like the norm a year, definitely two years ago. But now seeing mm-hmm. five and a half is, is just crazy low. So I'm, I'd probably be on the over there too. It's a relic from the past. <laughs> <laughs> All right, heading uh, down again to the 1 p.m. time slot here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Columbus Blue Jackets. It's another one of those Finland games. Uh, those guys played today uh, on the Friday, I believe. Colorado won 6-3, I think the final was. Um, anyways, technically Columbus is the home team, but the game's in Finland, so who fucking cares? Uh, Colorado on the money line sitting at minus 255. Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 205. Colorado on the puck line hanging out at minus 110. The over-under is set to 6.5. Over paying off minus 130. The under plus 110. Jolie, what's up, buddy? What's uh, Is there going to be a Finnish avalanche? What's going on here? No, we already had it, man. Mikko <laughs> Rantanen had a hat trick last night. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Or I guess, yeah, last night in Finland. Uh, I got to do the time zone math here. Yeah, it'd be last night in Finland. That'd be Friday morning stateside. Uh, Mika Rantanen scored the three goals. Uh, the Avs came out to a hot 3 nothing lead, and they, they kind of blew it. And it was 3-3, but then uh, Kale McCarr finally scored his first of the year on the power play, I believe. 
And um, yeah, ran and finished the job here with three goals. So uh, yeah, and there ain't no, no Blue Jackets in the Arctic Circle, but there's plenty of avalanche. <laughs> I expect more of the same on Saturday. Uh, but at minus two fifty-five, that's a bit rich. Uh, we got on, we got on it early in the Discord. Minus one eighty, guys cashed all around, even on the over. And that's where I'm going to this one. I'm going to go with the over again. Uh, I do expect it'll be Corpusalo in net and Pavel Francouz. So uh, a little, uh, I mean, the Blue Jackets goaltending is, is not good in general. Uh, it doesn't matter who they put in. And uh, Francis is a little, little, uh, uh, what's the word? Little. Uh, shit. D- d- yeah, not <laughs> shit. He's not, not as good as Georgiev. Uh, Georgiev actually had 36 saves out of 39 shots. So the, the Blue Jackets did get some. Uh, Line had front. seven That's, shots, man. Yeah. So the Blue Jackets were uh, in this game. So, uh, yeah, I like the over six and a half here. A lot of firepower on both sides and some question goaltending tomorrow. And a back-to-back does lead to more goals typically. So, yeah, six and a half on the over for me. Yeah, I love the over here. That's going to be um, my, my play over six and a half. Uh, I got it minus 120 earlier up to minus 130 now. I'd still play that. It's, I, I'm expecting, like, like Joel said, a similar game on Saturday as, as to Friday's game. Looking at just the, the advanced stats, looks like, Columbus did stay in the game a little bit, but just Avalanche have too much skill, too much talent, and they they won at six three. Uh, Columbus have has now allowed six seven four and six goals in their last four games, so maybe look at an Avalanche team total or parlaying the Avalanche with a team total over. Like so, some one of these weird parlays I'm always throwing out in the Discord, and Joel's like, "How do you even do this?" Like I'll, I'll probably throw something out there again later tonight because that's how game, you get limited, buddy. <laughs> same no same game parlays are, are good to me so yeah that, that's what i'll probably throw out there later later tonight or on saturday but yeah you got to go with the abs and you got to go with the over six and a half at minus 130 yeah i'm right there with both you guys man the over six and a half is a player like joel said back to backs probably a couple more goals and uh we saw it today man it was a nine goal game so uh you can you should expect some more of that at minus 130 um, and then find a way to bet Colorado, you know, maybe regulations, probably like what minus 150, maybe around there, maybe even take puck line at minus 110. Um, and as always, man, Patrick line over shots. The number was at two and a half today. He had seven fucking shots. All this guy does is shoot. It was my, or it was over two and a half and his paying off. I think minus 125. I got in at. So that that's just free money every game. Um, so yeah, those are, uh, those are my big plays for this for sure. Then we call like, uh, some finish finished goal score yeah. or whatever. I, th- I think you did. Yeah, the, I think uh, Lainey scored, right? And Rantanen scored. I, I don't think Lekkonen did anything, though. That's he all right. Penalty. <laughs> That's got to count for something. Yeah. Ha- half goal? I don't know. Okay. Uh, moving down to 3 p.m. here. We got the Chicago Blackhawks against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in cold as fuck. Boring Winnipeg. Chicago money line sitting at plus 195. Winnipeg money line minus 245. Winnipeg on the puck line sitting at plus 110. The over-unders at six and a half. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Oh, Jolie was talking earlier. I don't mean to sewer him a bit, but he has been like, hey, I don't hate the Jets here. I fucking, or sorry, I don't hate the Blackhawks here. I do, man. I can't believe that they're 5-4-2 and two on the year. But uh, regardless, I'm, I'm taking Winnipeg probably in regulation. Uh, over, under, I don't know, maybe the under. I, I this is where I wish I was a bit of a stats nerd, and I wish I knew if Chicago was actually scoring goals or not this year. I'm going to assume they're not, and I'm going to take the under with Hello Bucket Net, and hopefully Winnipeg just puts in like two or three or four or something. But I don't know. I'm not too strong in it. But Winnipeg in regulation and maybe the under. 
this is one of the games where I, I don't trust Winnipeg yet to be this big of a favorite, but I also don't necessarily trust Chicago to put some money on them, even if they are plus 200. But yeah, you are right with the stats. Uh, Chicago actual goals, goals uh, four per 60, I have fourth worst. Expected goals four per 60 is second worst behind only mm. the Coyotes. So under here might might be a good play, especially under six and a half minus 120. Not too bad of a price, but both teams are pretty bad expected goals for percentage overall. Chicago has a, has a few sneaky wins recently, but so maybe throw, sprinkle them here. But uh, my play is going to be uh, on the draw here. Uh, plus 370 Ooh. through a quarter unit on that. Winnipeg has gone to overtime in three straight games, and Chicago's gone to overtime in three of their past four. So a little, little fun uh, Sunday best game on, on Saturday. Like it. Yeah, I, I don't think that the uh, those nerd stats favor the Jets as much as you might think. <clears throat> the the Jets are actually expected goals against. They have a much better record than the – or the Blackhawks have a much better record than the expected goals against than the Jets do. And uh, the Jets have no reason to be laying this 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 price here. So I'm going to take the Blackhawks at plus 195. Uh, we got Johnny Taves coming back to his hometown. He's a fellow Mennonite, so he's going to be fired up for this <laughs> one. <laughs> you know, he loves that 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 shithole hellish city there in the, the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Boring. So he's cool. going to easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, at least he'll be. He'll be warm and fired up because he's got seven goals so far, and uh, he, he's on. He, yeah, he's out playing Patrick Kane so far. I mean, all offseason people are saying, "Oh, Patrick Kane, Patrick Kane, Patrick Kane." He's going to be dealt. Nobody talked about Taves, and Taves so far is out playing him. So uh, he clearly he wants to get out of Chicago more than Patrick Kane does. Uh, he's driving <laughs> the price up anyway for that team. So uh, look for both of them to leave. I'm hoping. Uh, Colorado Avalanche to actually pick up Jonathan Taves for the second line center. That'd be ideal. That'd be sick, dude. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll be a great presence in the locker room. Anyway, yeah, plus 195 here. I do think that there's value in the Blackhawks. Uh, you know, Jets obviously should be favored at home and all that, but uh, plus 195 is, uh, is a good value there for the Blackhawks. I do expect them to win this uh, at least 40% of the time. So, uh, yeah, what is that like? Plus one fifty. I I don't know implied odds, but it's it's a lot closer to it than plus one ninety five. So uh, give me the Blackhawks here. You know, one quick kind of thing here. That's fucking sick to see that Jonathan Taves is actually having a decent year, man. I know he was struggling last year, but I think he had like some health thing going on. Like it was like a, I don't know if it was like an illness or what was going on, but there was something that kind of kept him from playing for a little bit there. So that's good to see him having success. Um, he was he was one of my favorites, dude. He was so fucking sick when he like first got in the league and when he was in junior and shit. So that's pretty cool. He was my uh, favorite player back then. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Do you remember that uh, three goal shootout game against the states in the fucking juniors back in the day? I that don't was remember sick. that. No. No, dude. He got so back in. Obviously, we're juniors. Any player can shoot any any time they want after the first couple rounds in the shootout. He scored three goals in the shootout to beat the states. Oh, yeah, it was sick. Um, so sorry, Ryan. Uh, one quick, one more quick thing here sorry, about Chicago. Sorry, uh, yeah, oh, sorry I heard that. There, sorry, sorry. Uh, Arvid Soderblom for Chicago. He's expect or confirmed to play. He's one one and one. The guy's got a point nine three five save percentage. That's fucking unreal. So I don't know. Maybe the Blackhawks are sick. Who knows? I didn't even know that, but uh, let's fucking go, Soderblom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's your boy. Yeah. Uh, um, all right, heading down to the four p.m. time slot here. We got the Dallas Stars against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. 
Uh, Dallas on the money line sitting at plus 140. Edmonton money line hanging out at minus 165. The over unders at six and a half. Over paying off minus 135. The under plus 115. All right, boys. The Oilers haven't been fantastic at home this year. They're four and four, so they're kind of even. Uh, Stars road records three, two, and one here. Edmonton should win. Scott Wedgwood is in net. He's kind of been. Fine, I guess is a good way to put it. 3-2-1. and one. He's got a 3.26 goals against average, a .903 save percentage. But maybe Dallas gets something here, man. They're on a two-game winning streak, and Edmonton hasn't looked that great at home. So I'm going to ride with the Stars here, plus 140 as a dog play. I don't necessarily love it, but I'm going to be on it. Uh, as far as over-under goes 6.5, I'm definitely on the over in this game. Yeah, this is a game where I think the Stars should be underdogs, but not necessarily by this much at, at a plus 140. So I'd probably lean that way. For a side, I haven't bet it yet. Not sure if I will, but I mean, the Stars, they've won one, two in a row, seven, two, five, two, as they should against the uh, Coyotes and the Kings. Now they're going on the road to Edmonton, who had a uh, possibly should have won that game against the Devils, and they won what five straight prior to that. So I would lean to Dallas here, but yeah, the best play here has to be on the over. I actually bet the over seven at plus money, but over six and a half minus 135 is uh, fine with me. Both of them have, have gone over a lot in recent games. I said 7-2-5-2 for Dallas. Uh, before that, it was 6-3 against the, the Rangers. Edmonton's had a few high-scoring games, uh, 7-4, two games ago against Nashville. So give me the over there. And uh, going back to the Avs game, I have a same-game parlay of the Avs to win, Avs to score over 3.5, and, and Blue Jackets to score over 1.5 for plus 140. So, so that, that, that's my play there. Okay. Good luck finding <laughs> that bet. <laughs> Um, for myself, I'm I'm goal, I'm going with the Stars as well. With the Oilers uh, <clears throat> being uh, pretty bad defensively, I know I just praised Stuart Skinner, but we don't know who's going to start in this one. I mean, Jack Campbell in the Hockey Night in Canada spot, he'll get the primetime uh, selection. Uh, but that said, the Stars are the better team, so at plus 140, I do lean that way pretty uh, pretty strongly actually. And the over six and a half fear as well with the Stars playing a more up-tempo, high-powered offensive play of hockey, style of hockey, and uh, Scott Wedwood in that, of course, too. So uh, I like the over six and a half here. The Stars, or the Oilers are actually in the, uh, uh, what are they? They're the fifth worst expected goals, sixth worst expected goals against. You'll never believe the team that's right above them or uh, below them in terms of uh, the fourth worst, or the fifth worst is the Lightning. So uh, clearly the Lightning are uh, are struggling there. And uh, we saw that uh, with the Canes destroying that defense the other night and um so yeah the Oilers there they struggle defensively and I like the Stars offense so far it's it's lighting teams up uh we we saw them do that to the Coyotes obviously that's no uh real competition but uh they, they'll be confident after that that dominant performance and uh, I do think they'll make a big game out of this one and uh yeah over six and a half and Stars for this one all right, here heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Arizona State University Coyotes against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Uh, Arizona State University Coyotes money line sitting at plus 240. Washington money line sitting at minus 305. Capitals on the puck line sitting at minus 115. The over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, I fucking love Washington in this game, and I absolutely love them on the puck line. This Washington team is coming off. They're on a three-game losing streak. Five of their last six games have been on the road, and they're about to kick off a four-game home streak. 
They start that game against Arizona. The next three games are against Edmonton, Pittsburgh, and Tampa. These are must-grab points for this fucking Tampa Bay team. If they lose this game to Arizona, they're potentially looking at a seven-game losing streak for those games at home here. So Washington has to get a big dub here. I think they're going to come out swinging. They know they need to start this home streak. Get rid of the road streak. Forget about it. Forget about the shit games. Let's fucking beat the beat the absolute wheels out of Arizona and then go in and play the Oilers, Penguins, and the Lightning. So I'm on Washington on the puck line here, minus 115. Over, under. Give me the over, minus 115 as well. Six and a half. Uh, I think I have to go against her on both sides. Yeah, I don't think the Capitals should be really minus 300 against anybody, especially given their injuries. I mean, Backstrom Wilson have been out. Carlson and Oshie joined them. Have some depth guys out as well. Connor Brown uh, out for the, out for the season. Uh, Carl Hagelin as well. I mean, I, I don't think that Coyotes are going to win, but I think they should be better priced than plus 240. So if I was going to take a side, it would, it would be them. And as far as a total is concerned, I'd probably lean to the under just because I can't see either of these teams really scoring too many goals. Washington hasn't scored more than three in any of their past five games. And they only did that once. Uh, Arizona hasn't scored more than three in any of their past four games. Did that once. So this could be a, a low-scoring game where uh, where Vag Milk comes, it comes out big here in Washington. I don't think that Ryan understands that uh, the Capitals' backups backups are still better than most of the Arizona. Coyotes. Not minus three hundred <laughs> though. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I definitely would not lay minus three hundred five no. to win this game. Uh, but I do think that a, a small play on the Washington team total would be my look in this one. Uh, just uh, the Coyotes are going to be a historically bad team. Uh, you know, it's a first game of a long ass road trip. I think they're 13, 14 games in a row on the road starting this one. So maybe they get off to a hot start here. I don't know, but I went back that to happen. So, uh, yeah, not a strong play here for me. But if anything, I would do the Capitals team total over because the Coyotes going to let up the, the Coyotes is going to let up four goals to uh, Talon's beer team squad. <laughs> Okay, um, if you fucked me up there, dude, I'm sorry. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot, we got, oh, fuck, do we have to? Do we have to do this? Can we skip to the next one? To the 7 p.m. time slot, we got the Boston Bruins against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Boston on the money line sitting at plus 110. Toronto on the money line is hanging out at minus 130 at home. Uh, the over-under is sitting at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 125. The under, plus 105. All right. Um, How do we do this? How do I start? I'm going to try and keep this nice and quick here. This has to be a Leafs win, and it has to be a Leafs win in regulation because the Leafs need this fucking win. There has been so much talk around this team, and we're, what, I don't even know. We're nine games into the season, 10 games into the season. It's absolutely ridiculous. We need some positivity, and this is an opportunity. It's not a given. The Bruins are 10 and 1. They're absolutely fucking unreal. What are they on? They're on a seven game winning streak. They're 4 and 1 on the road. Obviously, there's a history with Boston just owning the Leafs for the past 20 goddamn years. So it's tough. My, my, my brain wants to say bet Boston money line. If you if you're a smart if you're a smart gambling person, by all means take the Boston Bruins on the money line in this game as road dogs. But if you if you believe in heart, if you believe in the hockey gods, if you believe in something special about this goddamn sport that we play, this fucking franchise needs a goddamn win. 
and they need something positive. So give us a 5-2 ass kicking against the Bruins. Let's let the Leafs go up early. Let's let Marchand beat the shit out of somebody on Toronto. So that's fun. Even I enjoy seeing that every now and then. And let's just have a good, fun, fucking ass kicking game. Let's go Leafs here. You know what, Talon? I, I am going to take your advice here, and I I will be betting uh, the Boston money line <laughs> plus one ten. You just can't bet against them right now. They're they're ten and one. Toronto's five four and two. Boston dominated the Rangers on the road, outshot them thirty seven twenty, and that five two win had to had the big comeback in Pittsburgh in overtime. They just should not be underdogs right now, even against even if the Leafs were playing well. I, I couldn't really understand understand this line too much. The Leafs did have a five two win over the Flyers, but Boston is much better than Philadelphia. So Boston plus one ten would be my play here on the uh, game. And then on the side on the uh, total, I'd probably go to the over. These these uh, two teams tend to play higher scoring games when they meet up. So go with uh, the underdog here and the over. This is a very tough one to call for myself. Uh, I do think that the Leafs will get up for this one. You'll get their grade A effort, but at the same time, the Bruins' grade A effort is a lot better than that of the Leafs early on. Um, yeah, this is uh, about correctly lined. I think the Leafs should still be favored, even though the the, the Bruins are ten and one. I think, and the Leafs are uh, five two and two, something like that. No, they played eleven games, so five four and two. Five. Four and two. Oh. <laughs> Not good. That's a over 500, baby. Yeah. Come on. Give yeah, me something, you... boys. Give me something, please. You're, you're going to need more than that to uh, advance in this division. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, this is a tough one to call. I, I, I kind of lean to the under, actually, at plus one to five, under six and a half. Uh, both uh, starting goalies should play in this one with Linus Allmark uh, dominating this league early on and uh, Samsonov doing a capable job in net for the Leafs. Plus we got the return of uh lily pad for the Leafs who desperately need some defensive depth. So that should help a little bit uh, in the absence of Muzzin and co. So uh, yeah, slightly into the under, but uh, for the side, I think I might play a little bit of Boston. I don't know, but I'm going to be cheering for Boston. That's for sure. I'm telling you right now, the city's going to be buzzing, man. It's going to be crazy tomorrow. Okay. Heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got a special game here. This is a special game for a special guy. We got the Philadelphia Flyers against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Philadelphia on the money line sitting at plus 155. Ottawa on the money line sitting at minus 185. Sends on the puck line sitting at plus 145. Big home favorites. The over-under sitting at 6.5. Overpaid off minus 115. The under minus 105. Rag guy, what do you got here, buddy? It's your Philadelphia Flyers against your Ottawa Claude Giroux. We got a matchup here between a stoppable force and a movable object. And when, when that <laughs> happens, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, Flyers have lost three in a row for their past five. Ottawa's lost four in a row. But Ottawa has played uh, tougher opponents and, and played much closer games. So the uh, minus 185 line here definitely is warranted. Had a uh, tough loss against Vegas last time out. I shot them 46-32. Coming back home. So after a uh, day off and uh, going to be an emotional game for Claude Giroux and for his teammates, they're going to want to kind of Get uh, get hyped up for him and win the game for him against his former team. And I, I think they will do that. I think the Sens are gonna gonna take this one. The Flyers have scored two goals total in their last two games, and against the Rangers and against the Leafs. So yeah, uh, Senators money line, possibly Senators puck line, or or some sort of Senators uh, regulation may not be too bad either. But yeah, the Flyers 
Um, luckily, the Phillies have kept me from watching the Flyers too much because they've been one of the worst teams in the league from what I've heard and from what the stats say. Uh, thank God for Carter Hart to win some games. But yeah, the Flyers are a bad hockey team. It's going to be Carter Hart, Cam Talbot, so maybe lean to the under. But you got to go with Ottawa here at home. Agreed. Yeah, the the, the Flyers are phony. Um, they rely totally on their goaltending. Um, they're they're basically bottom three in all the most important stats. And the Senators, meanwhile, they they've been feisty. They've been uh, getting some offensive go firepower going, and their defense hasn't been ex- hasn't been as bad as expected. Uh, just letting in fewer goals, I guess, and uh, without Cam Talbot and that their uh, uh, what is his name Anton Forsberg has been all right. He should be starting for this one. So I do like the. Senators at home here in this hockey night in Canada spot. Uh, meanwhile, with the Flyers, they're just they're 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 a bad team. I don't think that they can uh, keep up with the Senators' firepower and their goaltending can't last forever. I know Carter Hart's been great and all that, but uh, he's getting no help from his defense and uh, certainly not much help from his offense either. So I know I like the culture that Tortorella is building there, but uh, at the same time, you got to look at the the better team here at home. So I'm going to take the the Sens here. Uh, on the money line or in regulation? Um, For myself, yeah, I'm probably kind of with you. I think Ottawa and regulation will probably be the play I'll be leaning towards. Um, You kind of said it both here. They're like Phillies, you know, they, they looked, they got the torts bump, right? Like they're working hard. You can't say that they're not putting effort in, but maybe it's just not enough, you know? So fair enough for there. Ottawa has the skill, they're a better team on paper. They're a better team on ice here. So and they're at home. So we'll be taking the sense here, probably in regulation. Over under. I don't know, man. Like, Carter Hart kind of burned me. I know people said he's been playing well, but that one game I took him as my lock. Um, and we know that the Sens can score, and you know the Flyers should be able to pop one or two themselves, maybe. So the over six and a half, I guess, isn't a bad lean. I don't love it though. But uh Sens in regulation is a play I do love. Um and man, maybe. Like Timmy Stutzel, he had two goals last game. Maybe he kind of, maybe that triggers something. Maybe he picks it up a little bit. So uh, I'll put a little sprinkle on Timmy Stutzel anytime goal scorer, just because he's a little bitch and uh, he needs a little <laughs> bit of love. So we'll, we'll give uh, Timmy, we'll give Timmy Stutzel some love here and hope that he has a has a decent sophomore season. I always love a good a good little uh, prop shout out there. And yeah, the Flyers they got, got the torch magic. They uh, they try hard. They love the game, but uh, not much more than that. And and if you love the game and you love betting, why don't you check out WinBet? If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If somebody you know, if you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And the Sports Gambling Podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. 
The contest is completely free, free to enter. Just subscribe to the youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. And turn on your notifications so you don't miss when Sports Gambling Podcast contacts you. When they pull the winner, the winner will be announced on Sunday's recap show. So that, that's going to be an exciting Sunday of football capped off with the giveaway. All right, moving on down here to the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Seattle on the money line sitting at plus 175. Pittsburgh on the money line hanging out at minus 215. Pittsburgh on the puck line sitting at plus 115. The over-under is at 6.5, paying off minus 120 uh, for the over. The under is at plus 100. Uh, Seattle has a better record than Pittsburgh. <laughs> is that not fucking crazy? <laughs> um, but the Penguins should win this game. I don't know if I'm crazy. Magic hands, Martin Jones can't keep riding it out. He hasn't even been that great. He's got a sub 900 save percentage, but he's five, three and one. So you got to give the guy some credit, I guess. But like Pittsburgh's on a six game losing streak, man. Like that kind of has to change. Why not change at home against the Kraken here? So Pittsburgh and regulation is probably what I'll play here. I don't think I love them enough on the puck line, considering they're on a six-game losing streak. But uh, regulation, I don't hate, and I hope I don't get burnt by Seattle. They're on a three-game winning streak, and they burn me all the goddamn time. Plus, they're 4-1-1 on the road. But I'm still on the Penguins here. Let's go, Sid. Yeah, Seattle has been tough. They have uh, have a better record, like you said. They already won head-to-head against Pittsburgh in uh, Seattle last Saturday, 3-1. So I think I'm taking Seattle here as an underdog, plus one, uh, plus 175 there. They've won three in a row, shut out the Wild last time out, uh, won four of the past five as well. You said uh, Pittsburgh, they lost six straight. They had a had loss to Buffalo, had that meltdown uh, when Boston came back to beat them. And, you know, Seattle has beaten a, f- a few good teams, beat Minnesota, beat Calgary, both, both on the road, beat Colorado on the road. So they've proven they can beat better teams. And I think this could be a situation where Pittsburgh just kind of has a downward, downward spiral even more than they are already have. Uh, Gensel and Carter are both questionable for the game. So if they're out, it's uh, even better for, for my Kraken play. But I think either way, I'll be sprinkling something on a uh, Kraken here at plus 175. That's just too good of a line to pass up for a team that's surprisingly playing this well. The books still do not appreciate the Seattle Kraken, they keep setting these lines and they keep getting hammered. Kraken are uh, a good team and they've proven it, like you said, uh, beating a, a number of good teams on the road. And I do think that there's value on this one as well. Plus 175, the Penguins are not good right now. They're in a bad state. Uh, they don't, their, their lack of depth is not. It's really uh, betraying them right now because Crosby can't do it all. Malkin can't do it all. When those guys aren't going, they fall apart. Meanwhile, the Kraken, they're, they're deep across the board. they got three lines they can roll out. Matty Benier is leading the first line center position. So I love the Kraken here, plus 175. Uh, surely the Penguins will get it together at some point, but uh, you got to ride the hot hand here, especially when they're giving you such generous odds. I like the over six and a half here as well. Uh, we saw Martin Jones, new daddy, come in with a shout-out against the fucking mild and uh, winning that one for nothing. I don't know if he starts this one, but uh, um, hopefully not because I like the over six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that one. But, what a difference uh, a year has made, eh? If this was last year Martin Jones was starting, uh, you'd be like, hammer the over. I mean, he still has an 8.93 save percentage. It's not, it's not, yeah, like it's it's not great. Yeah. Well, this just shows how bad 
Philip Grubauer and Chris Jeter were last year. That Martin yeah. Jones is the pull. savior. Then <laughs> Joey Decord. Can't forget about him. Uh, yeah, I like the Kraken here. I like the over. Uh, Penguins might get a few goals, but I think the Kraken get a few more. Uh, they're a fun team to watch. A lot more fun than uh, uh, Dave Haxtell's, uh Philly team, that's for sure. What's uh what's up with Shane Wright? Like he's not playing, right? I think he's only played yeah. four or five games. Dave Axel does not know how to develop prospects, so he's just benching oh. them. You know what I think it might be? Like, what if they kind of anticipated their team to be shit? So like, okay, stay with us. Our team's gonna be shit. Yeah, we'll play you. But they're off to like a decent start. So like we can't, you know, what if we keep this going? We can't just play this kid here. What if he sewers us, right? Like maybe maybe their anticipations were a bit off, you know? Yeah, it could be a situation where they don't want to have to, because I think he'd have, probably have to go back down to juniors. I he would, would yeah. So he's so, not yeah, just, eligible just for keep the him, Keep him on the roster, play him every now and then, and then in the second half, maybe he'll be more physically mature and like ready to, to step in. But there's something to be said, man. Like going back to junior isn't the worst thing. Like I know he was projected to go first overall and he had exceptional status to the WHL, but like this is a guy that ended up going fourth overall. Mitch Marner went fourth overall and played an entire year back in junior, lit up fucking the OHL, came back and had a decent rookie year. So maybe maybe if he does go back to junior, it's not necessarily the worst thing for the kid, but who knows? Um, all right, moving it down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Vegas Gold Knights against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal, Le Habitat de Montreal. Uh, Vegas money line sitting at minus 215. Montreal on the money line hanging out at plus 175. Knights on the puck line sitting at plus 125. The over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off minus 105. The under, minus 115. Oh, I like the Knights, man. I hate saying it. They've looked good. They're six. They're on a six-game winning streak here. They're five-one and zero on the road. And Montreal's Montreal, man. Like I, they're. I think they're a little bit better than I gave them credit for in the uh, in the offseason. I was shitting all over this team. They're actually not as bad. Obviously, it's still kind of early in the season. They're not the greatest team, but uh, I, I think I like the Knights here. Uh, probably regulations to play, but over under. I don't know, man. Maybe under. Like Logan Thomas has been playing decent. If Jake Allen's playing, I don't hate him. Logan Thomas is actually sick. Yeah, that's not a bad Thompson. play for like Thompson. <laughs> Thompson. I don't know Thomas. I got a respect for that man's name. Logan Thomas. I well, you know what? Fuck it. He's Logan Thomas from now on. I'm gonna put a bit on Logan Thomas for fucking Calder, bro. It's just he, like he's actually playing sick. And this guy went to Brock University and played. Uh, my sister went to Brock University, so that's kind of cool. So I'm supporting the boy. Let's go Knights, even though I fucking hate the Knights. Yeah, Knights are a team that I've I've completely flip flopped on over the past year or so. I've always enjoyed them, betting on them, betting their overs, and then in the offseason I was like, okay, Vegas has no goalie now with Robin Leonard after the season. They gave away Pacioretty. They're gonna kind of be shit this year. But uh, Logan Thompson is just throwing that straight back in my face. Six and two, nine three four save percentage, two shutouts already. Vegas is ten and two. Uh, their only losses were to Colorado and Calgary, two pretty pretty good teams there in the Western Conference. So. They have the fourth best uh, expected goals for percentage. Montreal's the tenth worst. Uh, Montreal's cooling off a bit. I think they they had a few good wins earlier, but uh, outshot 36-22 by Winnipeg, who we talked about not being too great. So I think Vegas here in regulation will be my play at minus 120 uh, for a total. Both these teams have been under team so far this season with Thompson playing well. Uh, hopefully Allen starts and it's not Montembeau because. Then I wouldn't be too confident in the under. But yeah, Vegas here in regulation is my best bet for the game. And I would go for the under if you're playing a total. 
let's face it, Ryan flip flopped against the Knights because Talon and I alpha them into hitting them <laughs> like we do with their organizational uh, chaos and uh, shitty way they treat their players. And um, for good reason, they'll fall apart at some point. But at this <laughs> this time of the year, they're off to a hot start. They're playing well. Bruce Cassidy's got the guys going. That said, Montreal Canadiens at home at night in the Bell Center. Plus 175 is calling my name. I think I'm going to take it. Not just because of that fact, uh, the home ice advantage and all that. The Knights play a possession-based system. The Canadians, their best uh, qualities are on the counterattack. I do think that that favors them in this matchup. So I look for Cole, Cole Caulfield to uh, strike on the counter. Uri Slavkovsky's getting better with every game. Caden Gooley on the back end. He's uh, he's uh, carrying uh, the world like Atlas uh, with uh, the lack of defenders around him. And uh, Jake Allen has been awesome too. So I like the Canadians in this spot. Uh, and I like the under too. Under six and a half here with uh, the Knights playing a more steady, consistent style play in the Habs. Uh, not quite the offensive juggernaut we expected. Playing more... Um, Stable hockey than we expected. So I, I, I like the under here a little better, but uh, the Habs money line is calling my name as well. All right. Something I wanted to quickly touch on. I was reading an article today. Um, It was uh, touching a bit on Jack Eichel. He's had a fucking sick start to the season. He's been lighting the lamp, um, especially okay. every, uh, with everything coming off last year too, right? But I saw a thing that, you know how he got that surgery on his neck? He had, I think it was like spinal or like a disc replacement as opposed to a spinal fusion. And if you got the spinal fusion, then you'd have to get sliced open every 10 years to have it redone. But he was the first like pe- person to do it. And that was the whole thing with Buffalo. They're like, no, we, we want you to get this surgery. He wanted the other one. Well, apparently two other players in the NHL have actually gotten that surgery that Jack Eichel has got. So he was like the first one to actually get it, kind of prove that it worked. Now other players have got it. I think like Tyler Johnson with... Uh, with that Chicago got it, former Tampa Bay Lightning player. I think he might have been there when they got their first cup. I don't know. But like him, and then I think another guy got it too. So it's kind of cool to see that. You know, Jack Eichel can kind of shove it up the hoop of a couple people that were giving him shit for fucking saying he was holding out and all this crap. The guy was fucking paving the way, and he's fucking lighting the lamp this year. So shout out to Jack and uh, the Golden Knights. Yeah, yeah. to him for getting rid of that stupid fucking frizzy cut too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did he? Good nice. Point. The other guy was uh, Joel Farabee of the Flyers. He's, he's yeah. back now, and he is he's putting up points. I think he has uh, six points in ten games so far. So yeah, it's good for good for Eichel, kind of holding out there in Buffalo for what he wanted for for his body, and he, he got it done. And he's playing well, and players are following in his footsteps. Dude, that's got to be like the most knowledgeable segment that we've had on this seg like ever. That was sick. We're, we <laughs> broke. We, He's trimmed his hair. He hasn't completely got that way with it, but uh, keep going. <laughs> okay, no. Sorry. It was just a tire, but I was just pumping our tires for all three of us. That's cool. Okay, uh, moving down here. It's 7 p.m. time slot. Kind of funny that we're going to this game, but we got the Buffalo Sabres against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay here. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 210. Tampa Bay money line hanging out at minus 250. Lightning on the puck line hanging out at minus 115. The over-under is at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Boys, like Tampa's, they're exactly kind of what you expect, right? Like if they want to turn it on, they can turn it on at any moment. But they're still kind of like a little tired and not really too hot out the gate. They're just kind of going through the motions, but they're still so good that they're winning games. The Sabres have had a good start, but I feel like it's going to be a bit like last year where you're hitting the 10-game marker and then they start to tail off a little bit. 
I'm just going to kind of ride that for consistency. I think the Lightning should obviously win here. But you never know, man. Buffalo's, fuck, they're 7-4, and four, so they could win. I don't necessarily love Tampa. And plus with the juice, I don't even know. Fuck it, dude. Give me the dog. Give me the Sabres here plus 210. Maybe they'll uh, they'll do something special. I don't like that Eric Comrie's expected to start, but uh, I don't know. I don't really have a good – I don't have a good read on this game. Comrie's their starter now, so that this that might be better for them. But yeah, Buffalo, it would it would be very very Sabers of them if they could. Uh, when when we not all expected, but I think Joel was on the Sabers tonight too, and they they lost in Carolina with the Hurricanes on a back to back. For them to go down to Tampa Bay on a back to back themselves and get a win as underdog, but I, I I don't see that happening. I think Tampa Bay has you know had a tough loss uh, at Car- Carolina at home. They played well against Ottawa, only got a one goal win. So I, I think them. On the puck line run regulation would be where I would go. I'm not sure if I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that exactly, but they're they're a better team than than Buffalo. But my play here has to be the over six and a half, uh, minus one twenty. Bet that before it moves any higher. Comrie is their starter, but his save percentage is under under nine hundred. Tampa Bay can score. We saw Buffalo can score. They've gone over in four straight. Tampa Bay has gone over in three straight. So yeah, the over is my best play for this game. If you couldn't tell by now, I haven't done any research or work for the uh, Saturday <laughs> slate here. I'm just winging it. I didn't even know who played goal today against the Canes. So, yeah, a little, little uh, needless to say, I don't have a good feel on this one. Um, I mean, the Lightning, this is a good get-right spot. They played like shit for uh, about half the season so far. Early on, of course, we expect that from a team that expects to be there and get the guys healthy and ready and rested for the playoff run but uh at some point you gotta start winning these games um yeah so i, I guess the time of a puck live uh, I, I don't know I, I guess over six and a half here too but uh, i doubt i'll be playing this game one way or another uh, pending serious line movement if lightning got up to like plus minus three three thirty or so and the, the, the savers up plus 250 okay but other than that i'm gonna fucking pass this shit <laughs> well, the, uh, the lines were just hanging out, so they, they might they might shift a little bit. Point, good point. <laughs> okay, and not down here to the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Nashville Predators against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, Nashville, the money line sitting at plus 105. Vancouver, the money line hanging out at minus 125. Wait, 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 wait. What? I think Ryan just told a joke and we didn't get it. You you didn't. Sharky, I'll get it. It's okay. Okay, it's an inside thing. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Hard-hitting fucking radio, folks. Okay, over-under sitting at six and a half. Uh, over straight off minus 120. The under at plus 100 here for the Predators against the Canucks uh, in Vancouver. Jolie, what do you got here, bud? Uh, yeah, the Canucks <laughs> are... Uh... <laughs> Boudreaux is safe. Boudreaux is uh, going to live in Vancouver a little longer. Um yeah, I like the Preds here at plus 105, though they showed a lot of spunk there against the Flames early on. They they played a totally different game than they have so far uh, this season, through most of, the, most of the season. They show that they are qu- capable of playing a good game against uh, one of the best teams in the league. I like what I saw from them, some good goaltending too. So at uh, plus 105, I do lean to the Preds in this spot. Uh, maybe an over 6.5 here. The Canucks have been in gold mine in terms of that overplay so uh yeah i like the over here i like the preds on the on the money line 
that I mean, we saw wonders from Andre Kuzmenko. He, he had a hat trick against the Ducks. Crazy 8-5 game. But, uh, yeah, in a shootout, I do fancy the Predators with their, their high-powered offense. And um, Yossi, I think he finally scored, too. So we might have a rematch of last year's Calder or uh, Norris race with Makar and Yossi finally getting on the board. Um, but, yeah, give me the Preds here on the road. Uh even in the, the primetime spot in Hockey Night in Canada, in Vancouver. Oh, it's looking like it's going to be uh, Rasmus Dahlin coming up there for the, for the Norris Trophy. But yeah, good to see Yossi get on the board. I'm not too sure on a side on this game. I'd probably lean to Vancouver's because they pretty much dominated the Ducks. And even though Anaheim's not very good, they had to feel pretty good about what they did in that game and how that game went with 47 shots after a uh, tough loss against the Devils where they got outshot and a win against Pittsburgh where they got outshot. So I'd lean to Vancouver on the side, but, I mean, you said it over, probably be my only play in this game. Both both teams can capable of scoring goals here. Uh, Vancouver's gone over in two straight in three of the past four. Um, Nashville, capable of scoring goals. They can give up goals to UC Saros not playing up to how he should so far this season. Both goalies' save percentages are under 900. Saros, Demko. So, yeah, over be my play here, and I would I would lean to Vancouver, but nothing too strong. Yeah, for myself, I'm kind of withdrawing a little bit when it comes to the total. Um, the over at 6.5, I, I do like – I like both these goalies, man. Like, we, it's, it's no – you know, it's no surprise that uh, UC Soros and Thatcher Demko are exceptional goalies. They're just kind of not playing too well, and the teams that they've been playing for haven't been playing too well either. But uh, like Ryan said, both save percentages are averaging under 900, which is not good. Uh, so the over is very enticing at 6.5. And, and as far as the side, I'm I'm kind of with Jova, and I kind of like the Preds in this. You know, they've shown that they can go back to being a decent team like last year. You got to remember, if UC Soros didn't go down, maybe they would have actually won a game in the playoffs. So they're not... As bad as they've they've looked this year, um, Vancouver. You could say the same thing about as well. So it's you know it's not like it's a heavy lean one way or the other. But I do kind of go with the Predators on this one, especially at plus money, even though it's a light plus uh, at one hundred five. Okay, heading down again to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got the New Jersey Devils against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Devils on the money line sitting at plus one forty five. Flames on the money line at minus one seventy five. The over unders at six and a half. Overpaying off minus 120, the under plus 100. This is going to be a good game, man. The Devils have been rolling. I think they've finally been getting the goaltending. Uh, Vitek Vanacek has been playing unreal, so good for him. Uh, and then obviously Jakob Markstrom with the Flames, is uh, he's always been a stud unless it's playoff time. Um, but I, I kind of like the under here, dude. It's 6.5 at plus 100. Uh, obviously, there is firepower in both teams. Don't get me wrong. They can score goals. But goalies have been looking hot, so I'm going to take a gamble on that. Uh, if I had to lean away here, oh, Calgary's on a bit of a three-game skid. They're not that great at home. They're four and four. I I think I like the Devils at plus money, man, plus 145. Obviously, the Flames are going to want to get it going here and try to look to switch it around. But the Devils are just, they haven't given me a reason not to bet them here. So I'm going to be on the Devils, plus 145, and uh, end on the under. Boys, we got the Calgary Flames here against the New Jersey Devils. Where do the Devils, where's the Devil live? The Devil oh is in hell. God, hell with baby. all the Flames oh, here. Yeah. They're going to be so comfortable there in the Saddle Dome <laughs> in Calgary. Give them the Devils here, plus 145 on the money line. They've oh, won yeah. five straight. They've won eight of nine. Flames have lost three straight. Flames have not looked good at home against bad teams. Edmonton, Seattle, Nashville. I guess Edmonton's a fine team. Nashville's whatever. But yeah, the, the Devils... Uh, 
they're a much better team than those teams that Calgary has lost to. Devils have uh, the best expected goals for a percentage by far in the league, 65. Carolina's in second place at 60. So, yeah, uh, Devils, um, it's very surprising how supportive I've been of them so far this season. But, yeah, Devils are 8-3. and three. Flames are 5-4. and four. Devils 4-1 four and one on the road. You got to go with uh, the Devils here as a road dog at plus 145. First, Ryan steals my analytics numbers. Now he steals my fucking ta- analytics <laughs> numbers. Oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because he went totally opposite of what I was going. You know, where God sent the devil. Under, baby. Ow. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he sent him under. <laughs> okay, I, I do like the under too. <laughs> but he sent up to hell. And you know what's in hell? Flames. Satan is in hell suffering eternal torment in flames. He's burning alive. So that's why the devils will lose this game. Uh, <laughs> flames in regulation. Flames on the money line. I don't care. I think that this is a good spot for them. The devils were lucky against the Oilers. A bit lucky against the Canucks, even though the, uh, the stats don't quite say that. I do think that the that was a closer game than uh, that stats show. But I, I like the Flames here to get right in uh, that primetime spot. I'm going with all the primetime teams in Canada except for the Canucks. Uh, yeah, and I like the under, under six and a half here, too, with the uh, Devils getting better goaltending and um, some better defense, too. With uh, Like I said, Jonas Siegenthaler, he buttoned things up there for the Devils. Uh, McDavid at the one goal, uh, but uh, you know if, if you're if you're preventing McDavid from scoring two goals tonight, you're doing a good job. Um, so yeah, I like the under here, but I like the Flames. Ah, I'm 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 buying more into this as I, as I speak. Uh, I think I'm just gonna bet this right now. Uh, this is this is where I'm doing my research tonight here, I guess, uh, right here on the Hockey Gambling Podcast. All right, all right, all right. Moving on to the next game here, down at the 10:30 p.m. slots. We have the Anaheim Ducks against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, Anaheim on the money line. Anaheim on the money line. That was Anaheim on the money line. That's weird. The, the money line. The oh money line Ducks. The money line Ducks, baby. Anaheim on the money line, sitting at plus one thirty. San Jose on the money line at minus one fifty-five. The over unders at six and a half. Over paying off minus one twenty. The under plus one hundred. Ryan, what's gonna go on here in San Jose? Uh, I have no idea, but there's going to be a lot of goals. These teams met up um, on November 1st on Tuesday. It was 6-5 in a shootout. Anaheim just had that 8-5 loss to Vancouver. Before that, it was 4-3 against Toronto. San Jose's had four straight over games as well. Uh, three of them went to overtime. So maybe look at a, uh, another another overtime game here. I'm going to have to check those odds. Probably around plus 300 or better. But yeah, both of these teams have aren't good. They're both not good. We have a rivalry <laughs> game in California, though, so I think the over six and a half at minus 120, I, I already bet that. Uh, that's going to be a good look with both teams not really having too much defense and the defense that they do have or defensemen that more so play offense. So yeah, the over six and a half at minus 120 is my look here. I don't know if we'll see that market move that way. Uh, with the Ducks and the Sharks, we saw this game played recently. Was it Saturday night, I believe? Um, and the market moved from uh, juicy under six and a half all the way down to under five and a half, which is where I played that over. And of course, it did end in uh, five to four, an easy overcast there. So I wonder if uh, this might be um, same kind of story with uh, buying on the lack of offense from the Sharks and the uh, the better goaltending from Gibson, maybe. I don't know. 
but I do think that uh, I will wait on this one before placing the <laughs> over. Is the well, wait play? I like I'll it. Wait. I like that. <laughs> Plug yeah. the Discord. Let's go. Yeah, uh, we do see uh, in the last week we've seen a lot of uh, movement on unders as opposed to overs as the uh, scoring has has normalized. Uh, we, early on, of course, we had some crazy scoring with uh, lack of preseason and all that. Uh, teams were not structured well, and we got a lot of goals scored. So uh, things have regulated since then. So I, I do like the uh, the over here, but I'm going to wait to play it. And uh, but I also like the Ducks here plus 130. The Sharks are terrible. I don't think that they should be laying minus 155. Um, even in the Shark Tank, the dreaded Shark Tank, where uh, they lose every game. Uh, unfortunately for them, they they man like James James Reimer, I think it was in that uh, Thursday night when <laughs> they were up three to two, and um, Panther players scored a brutal goal on him. So. That's the problem with the under. So I, I do like the over, but I'm going to wait to play it. And give me the Ducks, too. They're, they're a feisty team, and they, they do tend to dominate the Sharks, even though the, the talonetics don't suggest that. Quack. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. I fucking love the Ducks in this game. This team has not been great. Uh, they have a terrible record here. What are they on the season? They're 3-7-1. It's not looked good. They got some talent, though, but the thing that stands out for me and the one thing this team does have going for them is their division record is a very a very steady 2-2. Two and two. So for the Ducks, that's about, that's a million-dollar ticket right there. So I'm coasting on that. Uh, I think the Ducks are going to go in there and they're going to have a decent game. It's I find some of these California battle games between like LA, San Jose, Anaheim, they tend to be a little bit closer than some people think, you know? Um, so I do like the over, like Ryan said too. You could see some goals in this, see a high-scoring game. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll see a close one here. So maybe it's a little cheeky play if you can find a book that offers like a winning margin. I don't know what you would get for a winning margin of one. Maybe nothing too great, but who knows? Something to consider. But uh, I do like that. Would that and be then, the yeah. same as betting the draw, or yeah, I, I guess. guess in regulation. Not, yeah, no, because you can win in regulation, right? Yeah, one, you know? okay, so, but uh, maybe a weird one. I don't know. It's something. Oh, no, I've no, seen no. it. That plus one and a half, just if you want to do the safe way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there you go. That's exactly it. That's a good way to do it, too. Um, so, yeah, but I do like the Ducks here at uh, plus 130 on the money line as well. So, there we go. Okay, moving down to the 10.30 p.m. time slot here. Last game on the docket. We got the Florida Panthers against the Los Angeles Kings. Game itself is in L.A. Uh, I was saying earlier before the show, I feel like Florida's been in California for like three weeks. But, I don't know. It's been weird. Anyways, Florida on the money line sitting at minus 155. LA on the money line hanging out at plus 130. The over-unders at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Florida hasn't looked the greatest here, man. They had a tough go uh, a couple days ago. I don't know. LA hasn't looked that great either. They've kind of been shit. I had high expectations for them. I don't know. This is kind of a toughie here. I don't have a good play, man. I don't know. I don't know. Give me... Give me the Kings, because I liked him to start the season here, okay? So if I liked him to start the season, then i got to like him right now at home. Florida's been struggling a little bit offensively. But, uh, yeah, give me the Kings as home dogs as plus 130. As far as over-under goes, I'm going to take the over at 6.5, sitting at minus 120. John Jonathan Quick has kind of looked a little bit shitty this year. Hopefully he turns it around, and then you never really know what you're going to get with Sergei Bobrovsky if he does play. So give me the over, and then give me the Kings. 
Yeah, no real strong lean on really either this side or the total here, but I, I would go with the Kings as home underdogs, plus 130. Uh, Panthers have definitely had their struggles on the road, lost in Arizona. Sharks took them to a shootout, lost in Chicago and Philly, both pretty bad teams. So they're still three and four on the road. Uh, Kings only two and three at home, but that, that has to improve. So if I were to take a side here for the uh, one of the 1030 DJ games, I'd take the Kings at home, plus 130. And for a side, yeah, give, give me the over. Uh, Bobrovsky and Quick both haven't been too great so far and could see each team popping a few. I'm going to go with the under six and a half here, plus 100. Panthers are not playing the same way. Uh, they were fortunate to win that game, like I said, against the Sharks. Fortunate to go over. Uh, they're not playing the same same style of hockey there, and they're getting some better goaltending too, uh, whether it's Bobrovsky who's fighting off Spencer Knight to keep his starting position. Uh, Spencer Knight's been playing pretty good in that. And uh, the Kings, meanwhile, uh, they, they're getting a little lucky with the, the shooting percentage and all that. Uh, but if Jonathan Quick is in net, uh, he should be able to to stop the Panthers' offense. So under six and a half here, plus 100, I like that best. But I also like the Kings at home at plus 130. Uh, Panthers, like I said, they were lucky to, to beat the Sharks, and that was right after they lost to the Coyotes. So I don't expect them to be in the uh, the best shape here. So, uh, yeah, the Kings at plus 130, they just lost to the fucking Blackhawks. So I know that they're going to be up for this game. Coming back, coming back at home after a road trip. Uh, yeah, so Kings and the under. Dude, little side note here. Starting next season, Florida will have $14 million tied into goaltending for the next three years. Oh, yeah. They have Sergei Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight signed through 2025-2026. Bobrovsky at 10 million, Florida at four, or sorry, uh, Spencer Knight at 4.5. Future Toronto Maple Leafs, Sergei Bobrovsky? Yeah, maybe. $5 million. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Uh, or two and a half. Let's get a double trade, double retention. Kyle Dubas, make it happen. Okay. Boys, that was a big 14-game slate here. We're going to move into our lock dog in total here. Uh, as far as standings go, Jolie's in the lead here. Uh, he's sitting at plus 5.52 units. He is 11 and 7 on the season. Uh, Ryan's in second place. He's in the positive monies. He's plus 0.64 units. Uh, 10, 7, and 1 on the record. Myself, I got to get my shit together. I'm 8 and 10 on the year. I'm down 3.44 units. Hopefully that'll switch. Uh, Jolie, you're in the lead, man. You got the honors. Give her. So I'm going to go with the Senators on the money line here, minus 185. Um, just a much better team than the Flyers, who are, like I said, depending on the goaltending. I uh, expect them to uh, score a couple power play goals in this one. They have a lot of offensive talent there. They can they can get it done in that way. Get uh, old Carter Hart moving from left to right, slotted past him. For my dog, we're going to go with the Blackhawks, a plus 195. Against the Jets, who I am continuing to fade because they are overrated. They do not deserve to be a winning team. And uh, plus 195 for the Blackhawks with Johnny Taves coming into town. Hometown of Winnipeg uh, is a good price. Uh, with the Blackhawks actually being a very feisty team this year. Like I said, they just beat the Kings. And um, yeah, they're, they're definitely overachieving expectations this far. And my total will be the Avs and the Blue Jackets over six and a half at minus 130. Uh, just a couple backups in net there and uh, uh, just two high-powered offenses. So I, I do expect some goals in Finland, especially with uh, at least three Finns in this game uh, liable to score with uh, Mikko Rantanen, 
Arturi Lekkinen and Patrick Laine. <laughs> Look at this guy. I'm trying to be, uh, what's his name? Uh, Pierre Maguire. He always pronounces those names. <laughs> why, why, why would you ever want to be Pierre Maguire? <laughs> Fuck the haters, man. Pierre Maguire is pretty awesome. Okay? I, I miss him. No I miss him. Way. I miss yeah. him. After that over, you're going to have to hope both, both teams have, have some uh, finish there. Uh, for myself, my lock is going to be the Golden Knights in regulation, minus 120 at the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Golden Knights are one of the best teams in the league, a five-on-five, the fourth best expected goals for percentage. Montreal is a tenth worst. Vegas is only lost to uh, Colorado and Calgary. So I like them here to get it done in regulation at minus 120. My dog, you know, you got to go with the bees till they sting you. So I'm going with Boston plus 110 at Toronto. Should be a, a good game. Boston the Bruins. Boston. The Bruins till they sting you. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bruins plus one ten here in Toronto. It should be a close game. Uh, should be a good good game to watch there. My total is uh, Dallas Edmonton over six and a half minus one thirty five. It's a bit juicy there. I don't hate the over seven up at uh, plus money, but both both teams have a lot, played a lot of over games recently, and both teams are capable of scoring and don't have great goal goaltending in that either. So that's my uh, total: Dallas Edmonton over six and a half minus one thirty five. All right, for myself, for my lock, I got the New York Islanders money line minus 130 versus Detroit. I'm going back to the well. I like this Islanders team. They've been looking good the last couple games here. And uh, Detroit is Detroit, man. They're a fun team to watch. They're a young team to watch. But uh, I think the Islanders can go in there and get the win on the road. Uh, For my dog, (laughs) fuck, I just remembered I picked this. I'm going (laughs) with the Leafs regulation plus 120 versus Boston. Let's go, boys. We need this win here. Uh, from a more realistic point of view, this team kind of plays up to its opponents, man. You know, that's that's been this Toronto team for the past seven years that the Austin Matthews crew has been in the league. Crazy to think it's been their seventh season. Um, but yeah, so I like this team here, man. They, they rise up. It's going to be in Toronto. It's going to be a Saturday night. The city's going to be popping off. And the boys know that this is a, this is our biggest rivalry right here, right? So let's go. Let's show up. Let's get it done. Let's, uh, let's beat the Bruins in regulation, plus 120 for my total... We talked about it. I changed my pick. I love this place so much right now. New Jersey, Calgary, under six and a half, plus 100, because they're playing in hell and we're going <laughs> there, baby. But realistically, uh, Vitek Vanacek has been sick. And then Markstrom is Jacob Markstrom, man. I still think he's, uh, at any given year, he could be a Vesna caliber goalie for the next three years or so, maybe five years. Uh, so I like that. I'm going to be on the under plus 100. There is some offensive capabilities, obviously, on each team. But uh, I'm going to ride with the goaltending here. So that's my pick. Uh, one quick thing we're going to go over here. Our locks consensively on the year, we've 9-9. Nine and nine, So we're kind of even. We're down 4.26 units. Uh, for our dogs, we're 10-8. and eight. We're up 5.9 units. So our dogs have been killing it. Our totals were 10-7-1. and one. We're up 1.08 uh, units. Our total for the year, we're 29-24-1. We're up 2.72 units. Boys, we're fucking killing it so far this year. I'll get my shit together. We'll all get in the positives. You realize since you said it now, you'll have to say all this stuff uh, when we regress to the mean and uh, become loose. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't have to repeat do all these figures on the show. This is like a monthly update, so yeah, yeah it's I'll check in every now and then. You know? <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, consensus plays. What do we got? We got uh, quite a few here. Uh, Islanders. Well, we were I, against each other a lot. Well, we have there's a lot of totals that that are kind of questionable. Islanders minus one thirty and the over five and a half minus one thirty in that game. Sure. I love both of those. Um, 
just to say off the top, according to Sharky, our consensus plays from last show, I think went five and five, like minus 0.1 units or something. So not too bad. I don't um, trust a shark. Avs, Blue Jackets over six and a half minus 130. I think we're all on that. Uh, um, do we want Chicago plus 195 as a consensus play? I think I'd like. Uh, Did you like Winnipeg? You I think I liked Winnipeg. Okay, I'll take that out because I'm, I'm yeah. not too strong on it either. Uh, Stars, Oilers over six and a half minus 135. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sends regulation minus 110. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Vegas Canadians under six and a half minus one fifteen. With my boy, how do you say his name? Logan Thompson. Logan, don't call me. What was I calling him? Thomas. I don't even know. Thomas. <laughs> Logan, don't call me Thomas. Thomas. My middle name, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's your middle name. Joel Thomas Meyer. Oh, that's cool. Don't call me Myers. All right. <laughs> don't um, call me. <laughs> all right, uh, Sabers Lightning over six and a half minus one twenty. Uh, yeah. Uh, Predators Wait, Canucks. What? Wait, did did, did you one? not like the Sabers Lightning over over? No. Okay, take that one out. All right. Uh, Predators. Vasilevsky starts. No way. Okay. Predators uh, Canucks over six and a half minus one twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said yeah. Yeah, because all right. Um, then the, these last three are question marks. Uh, Anaheim plus one thirty, Kings plus one thirty, and the over in the Sharks game. I love I love all of those. All right. oh, those are good then. The uh, Ducks Sharks over six and a half is minus one twenty for the record keeper out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, man. Damn, lot of consensus picks. That was a lot of games. Holy shit! Fourteen games yeah. late for Saturday. Throw that in with college football. It's gonna be a sick day. I think I'm going for sushi on Saturday too. Fuck, Ooh. it's gonna be a good day, boys. All right, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, man. That's the place to be. Uh, all the sports, dude. It, what is it? The World Series? It's there. What game is it, Ryan? Give us a World Series update. What's the, how are you uh, feeling with your Phillies? What's the update? It's it's all house money now. This is, we're, we're, we weren't supposed to be here. If any team can come back from this, it's gonna be the Phillies. Down three two, going down to Houston. Game six on Saturday night. A potential game seven on Sunday night. So I'll be uh, beard up a little bit Saturday night. So make sure you check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord, to uh, have a good time in there. Right on, right on. So that's going on. Uh, NBA's been ripping, dude. So that's always pretty cool. Obviously, NFL is kicking off. College football is a blast. Uh, NHL is kicking ass, too. So you can find all the information, find all the other podcasts, and check out the other podcasts, dude. There's some great work going on out there. Uh, you can find all that at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. And get your ass in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, dude, it's the best part. Everyone's always popping off, talking, having a good time, giving good picks, winning money, giving each other shit. It's an awesome time. Uh, so get your ass in the Discord, dude. It's absolutely free. You're not making money. You're losing money by not being in it because everybody in there is fucking making money. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the Discord. Yeah, and make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast and you leave us a uh, five-star rating and review. Uh, for Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey ass. Or just search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. All right. And nobody gave us any no new reviews? Uh, unfortunately not, no. <laughs> yeah, it's because last time somebody did, we told them to lick our berries. And then we told them <laughs> yeah, to go fuck yeah. themselves. So maybe if we stop doing that, we'll start getting more reviews. Okay, everybody. My name is Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Salad underscore Jenkins94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm 
I'm Joel Mine. It's time me barking like a dog because we're fading the public. We're going Georgia tomorrow. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Peace. Dog.